0: what's up bulls nation you found yourselves locked on bulls i'm matt that's big dave up ahead on today's program we're previewing this bulls cavs matchup that we got coming up wednesday night Cavs, one of the hottest teams in the league winners of five straight and seven of their last 10 who needs rubio who needs sexton the Cavs are balling so we'll look at this matchup look back to the bulls previous matchup which was a loss to the Cavs back in december and then if we have time We'll check out what's going on in our mailbag. That's all next on a fresh Locked On Bulls. Let's go.
1: You are Locked On Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson.
0: What's up and welcome in to Locked on Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. Bow. You can follow us at Locked on Bulls and that text and voicemail line is always there for you. Our fellow Bulls fans at 331-979-1369. Today's episode brought to you in part by Prize Picks. Check out PrizePicks.com and use promo code NBA or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize Picks. It's daily fantasy. Made easy. All right, Big Dave. Big matchup coming. The Bulls trying to end this four game skid, but it won't be easy against a tough Cavs team that's playing about as well as anybody in the NBA right now. Before we get to this Bulls Cavs preview, though, got some fun news for our listeners out there. Big Dave. Do you know what time it is? Because it's giveaway time, baby.
1: Yay! You know, I love a giveaway time. You know, I love giving stuff to people and making people happy. This is awesome.
0: All right, so haven't done a giveaway in a while. It is time, new year, new prizes for you, our loyal listeners, because we couldn't do all this that we do without you. We want to show our appreciation for you. So here's how this new one's going to work, and I will put out a tweet from our Locked On Bulls Twitter account, at Locked On Bulls, with a picture of the prize itself and the rules. The prize, Big Dave, a 16 by 20 autographed photo of Mr. Lonzo Ball Dunkin' all over the Boston Celtics. I'll take it!
1: <laughs> that would fit nicely behind me. Mm. what I got my setup here, man. I would love to have that, but I can't. Right? But I would love to. But you guys get to have it. This I, is awesome.
0: I could use it, like, right there. There's a little blank spot yeah. on the wall, right? right yeah. I, but you know space. what? No, it's going to one of you fine people out there in Bulls Nation. Autograph 16 by 20, Lonzo Ball. Here's what you could do. Two ways to enter. Either you leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, or for those of you who use a different platform than Apple Podcasts and cannot leave us a review on said platform, you can also enter this lottery drawing by simply subscribing to our YouTube channel, Locked Out Bulls on YouTube. And hey, if you are already subscribed, just send us a screenshot of the fact that you're subscribed. If you leave yeah. us that five-star review, send us a screenshot of that five-star review. You can tweet it at us or... More simply, email us a screenshot, locked outpools at gmail.com, and you will be mm. entered to win mm. this autographed 16 by 20, Lonzo Ball, baby. Man, yeah. I, I was sifting around for some potential giveaway prize, big Dave, and yeah. I, all of a sudden I blinked and an hour went by because I was like, I want that, I want that, I want that.
1: <laughs> I think you stumbled on a gem right there, man, Honestly. And this is a great way to do it. Because one, it don't cost you nothing. You free. know am saying? You don't have to do Good anything, answer. it's free. All you have to do is tell us you, you're in. That's it. Tell us you're in. Tell us you like this show, and you're in. That's it. That's all you got to do. And you don't have to answer no questions. You know, there's no quiz. There's no math. Mm-mm. All you got to do is subscribe or like us, and you're in the contest to win an awesome, awesome, awesome poster of Lonzo Ball. Dunk oh, it on man. people. and it's autographed. Dunk it on people,
0: man. Come on, man. And, of Can course, it does come with a, you know, certification of that autograph, so everybody will know That you didn't just scribble Lonzo Paul's name on a picture that you bought.
1: That's true. (laughs) It's the real
0: deal, baby.
1: (laughs) Hey, Matt, I say, I'm, I'm, do this also. How about we throw in some locked on swag with it? Just, oh, you know that's coming. Just
0: because the locked on bull swag coming with the Lonzo prize. Yeah. So there it it is. Leave us a five star review and rating on Apple Podcasts or subscribe to our channel on YouTube, Locked on Bulls, and send us those screenshots. Telling us that you did just that. Again, that's LockdownBulls at gmail.com. All right. Now for basketball talk. Big Dave. Bulls-Cavs part two. Bulls got blown out of the water against the Cavs back in December. It was kind of right when the Bulls were going, Oh, my God, Omicron's everywhere. (laughs) So they did have Zach Levine and Vooch for that game. They did have Derek Jones Jr. in the starting lineup as well. But no DeMar DeRozan. There was no Alex Caruso for that game. There was no Mm Javante Green in that game. They were missing pieces, and it was when all the shuffling was going on. Um, I I don't necessarily blame that loss on the absence of those guys. The Cavs are a good team, and they played well in that game. And you got to start with Darius Garland, who had a big night in that victory, I believe 24 points in that Cavs win over the Bulls back in December. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are a lot of guards in the East vying for all-star spots, but you got to consider Darius Garland in the season he's having. A lot of people wrote the Cavs off when first uh, Colin Sexton went down, Mm -hmm. and then people really started to write them off when Ricky Rubio, who was having a phenomenal season for them, also went down. And Darius Garland was like, no, y'all, I got this.
1: (laughs) He has been absolutely amazing and i know matt is one of the first people i know who was absolutely all over darius garland uh, coming out of the draft man i was on ja he was on darius that's really how that went um darius has just been amazing to watch just his progression matt to to be this kind of level of point guard and again it's the hardest position to play in basketball and he just does it with such ease and such smoothness and he does it in, in the ways that you want a great point guard to do you want him to score and you want him to facilitate and he does both of them at a very, very high clip. They just played the Brooklyn Nets, and he went head to head with Kyrie Irving, and might have came out on top on that one. I believe he came away mm-hmm. with twenty four and twelve uh, mm-hmm. in that game. And, Kyrie and finished, the W, and the W, which is the most important thing. And Kyrie finished, I think, twenty two and nine or something like that. So, yeah, he he has been just looking great. You know what I'm saying? And I think the other biggest part of this is he's been healthy. He's been mm-hmm. able to be on the floor and be healthy for this team. Coming into the draft, what I remember all the talk was he didn't really play in college. He only played a couple games, so people were like, "You eh, well, we know, we think he's good. We might be. I don't know. You know, he might not be." So teams were kind of not willing to take a risk because I promise you, the way that he was talked about was a top three pick, but that's the only reason I think he failed is because teams didn't see him. And I'm, oh boy, did the Cavaliers get them one. Man, do the Cavaliers get them some picks. (laughs) Man, they they come away out quite nicely with these picks, man. So shout out to them for getting another good pick in Darius Garland. He has really just changed the attitude of that team. Because I don't think Cleveland fans went in expecting to be this where they are right now. You know what I'm saying? I knew they had high hopes for their team and they wanted to have a good season. But I don't think they expected this. Well, nobody told the players on the Cleveland Cavaliers, and especially nobody told Darius Garland.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, not only the the quality point guard play of Garland, but, th- you know, you mentioned it, this this Cavs front court as well. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just size everywhere. Uh, an incredible player in Ed Mobley, probably a, a rookie of the year front runner at this point, honestly. Uh, yeah. The first year product out of USC. And you got Jared Allen, who I still – Speaking of them beating Brooklyn, still cannot believe that Brooklyn was like, oh, yeah, we'll just throw this guy in. <laughs> um, you know, I, I know I like it's him. because you're getting James Harden. I understand that. But, yeah. st- I mean, like, man, still. Allen is just a monster. Um, yeah. He had a big game for them against the Brooklyn Nets the other night. Maybe maybe a little bit of, uh, you know, revenge game kind of stuff for for Allen and, and Brooklyn. Um, yeah. All right, th- so – more, more thoughts on on this uh, challenge that the Bulls have ahead of them with the Cleveland Cavaliers. We will continue that conversation in just a minute. But first, I mentioned it at the top of the show. Today's episode brought to you by Prize Picks. You've been hearing me tell you about Prize Picks for months now. Have you signed up yet? Have if you? you? Haven't. You're missing out, and I don't know why. Because right now is the perfect time. For a limited time, Prize Picks has an exclusive, no brainer of an offer for all of our Locked On Bulls listeners out there. They will give you, get this, $50 free if a player in your first Prize Picks entry scores a single point. That's impossible to screw up, but Hi. you must use promo code NBA when you do it. That's right. Exclusive offer available to locked-on fans only when you use that promo code NBA. Picks has the best NBA DFS prop game on the market. Picks offers more NBA props than any other DFS prop raider and offers all the superstar players as well as bench players only recording a handful of minutes in each game. PrizePix also allows mixed sport entries. So we're done with Pro Football Wild Card Weekend. Now, divisional round games coming up next weekend. You can match that with some NBA action this coming weekend and make yourselves money playing in these mixed sport entries for Daily Fantasy. Use the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. PrizePix is safe. And offers fast withdrawals. So go to pricepks.com today or go to your app store and download the app. All users that deposit and use our promo code NBA again will get that $50 free if your first prize picks entry scores a single point. That's like a guarantee in DFS. That's right. All users that deposit and use promo code NBA will get $50 free on your first entry. If you use if your first prize picks entry scores a single point, prize picks, it's daily fantasy. Made easy. All right, Big Dave. So the Bulls are trying to end this four-game skid here. Three of the four games, the Bulls have been blown off the floor, and they have been playing quality opponents. So uh, there are a lot of Bulls fans out there wondering, should I be concerned that Mm -hmm. we're losing all these games against quality opponents, and we're getting not only beaten but beaten badly, and here Mm -hmm. comes Cleveland, another hot team, another quality team. And I guess first things first, you might have a little bit more help in this one. Uh, we're recording this Tuesday afternoon. I just saw an update that Caruso as of Tuesday afternoon has been upgraded to probable he's in. <laughs> Boom! He's
1: in. Count Do- that
0: Donovan has talked about minutes restrictions, so that might be a factor for, for Alex Caruso, whose conditioning has been a factor while he's been out. Sure. Absolutely. Javante Green sounds like probably won't come until maybe Friday's game at the earliest, not back yet Wednesday. You're probably also looking at a similar scenario where Zach Levine and Lonzo Ball are also held out of this game against the Cavs on Wednesday. So does Caruso's return with limited minutes by itself get you any more confident to the fact that the Bulls can end this losing streak? His defense has obviously been missed, but to you, what is the biggest factor here for the Bulls? to say, all right, Cavs, we got we got to get things right, and sorry for you, but you're the team we're going to do it against?
1: Uh, unfortunately, it's going to be you're going to need your full guys to go up against this team because if they have the same record, as many wins as you, that means they're top three team <laughs> in your division. That's really what that means. So it's, we're talking to Bulls, we're talking to Bucks, and now we're talking to Cavs, okay? So when you're going up against them, you saw what it looked like, Matt, when they didn't have all their horses uh going up against the Cavs. They when you don't have all your horses and you go up a team with more horses, you get you get trounced. <laughs> you get galloped on. And that's what you, that's exactly what happened. Um that might be the case this time. I don't know about getting trounced or you know destroyed, but I don't know about winning the game. If you don't have Zach Levine out there uh, with you, it's gonna be important to have both your players out there because the Rosen didn't get to play in that last one. Mm-hmm. And Zach Levine was all alone and you saw how that kind of looked and turned out there. Uh, and they had a fairly healthy team uh, when they played the Bulls. They will have a fairly healthy one when they go in this time uh, playing the Bulls. You know, with outside of uh, Rubio being gone uh, mm-hmm. for the year, they replaced him and, with- and, and Rondo,
0: who they brought in in that trade, is yeah. also out with an injury right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm sure he's on the bench going to be barking and yelling out stuff because he's that kind of good guy, you know what I'm saying, as far as his brain is concerned. So I'm sure he's going to help uh, in those ways. But- well, he it's won't gonna be, a be that
0: angry because you know who won't be on the Bulls' bench. So he won't be, you know, just amazed by seeing him.
1: Excellent point, my friend. Excellent point. <laughs> uh, but I think it's still going to be an issue because what the Cavaliers have, more so than the Bulls, is that size. Mm-hmm. And they have those big guys, Matt. And you still you, you got Jared Allen, who you mentioned. Uh, you got uh, Mobley, who's just been, ugh. <laughs> he is mean. Bill that boy's mean, okay? And then a guy who hasn't been talked about enough, in my opinion, but Kevin Love. Mm. Kevin Love has he's just big been for them, stellar for them, man. He has just played an absolute key role in stabilizing that bench and making sure nothing is no real fall off when they go to their bench or anything like that. And I'll throw Lowry in there, too, because he's seven feet tall um and you know he still can hit up four threes in a game you know he had four threes in the game the last game uh they Mm -hmm. played when they played the net so
0: yeah including a big one in the fourth quarter in that in that very tight game yeah
1: all right and when you're playing against your old team you know just like you said about jared allen the same could go for lowry here as well so he might be a little more up you know to playing the bulls a little more tougher so it'll be a heck of a challenge a real tough challenge i don't think the bulls will come out with the victory of course i'm rooting for it but if you don't have all your horses to go up against these best teams, it's gonna it's gonna look bad. It's gonna look bad. It could look that way.
0: Yeah, you know, it's interesting that you note, you know, Kevin Love and, and Lowry, and the fact that you know they not only have these bruising bigs in Mobley and Allen, but bigs mm-hmm. who can stretch, um, yeah. you know, and and knock down threes. Because you know, when I went back and looked, it was, it was like December eighth feels like a lifetime ago because it the does. holidays and like yeah. the Omicron NBA that we've all endured over yeah. the past month, I couldn't cool. quite remember. But the Bulls, okay, you know, yes, they got out-rebounded by Cleveland in that game, but only by five. It wasn't a huge yeah. margin, 42-37. Yeah. The Bulls yeah. actually outscored the Cavs in the paint in that game. And I was yeah. like, brain broken. The Bulls have been getting trounced in the paint in this recent losing streak that they have True. here. They have. What, the, what the Cavs did to get the upper hand in that game was knock down shots behind the perimeter. The Cavs made 13 threes compared to just seven for the Bulls. Mm. The Bulls didn't even shoot 30% from behind the arc. The Cavs shot like 44%. Mm. And Love and Lowry were a part of that, as was some dude named Dean Wade.
1: D. Wade, really? D. Wade! Why? Why, Why is he still here? Why are you hating him now? Like he, He's catching strays just for his name. He ain't even done nothing. Probably a wonderful human being just like Dwayne Wade. <laughs> yeah, but but I mean
0: you look at this recent stretch of games where this Bulls defense has just been abysmal. They're giving yeah. up 120 130. So I, I mean, what what do you try to stop first if, if you're the Bulls defensively mm-hmm. because you know because it already happened that you can get beat by the Cavs knocking down shots from behind the arc, but you also got to worry about the fact that your team has been beaten up in the interior recently. Mm hmm. And do you try and slow down Mobley and Allen? Do you try and slow down Cavs shooters? I mean, I mean wh- where do you go? What do you try and stop
1: first, Dave? Oh man! And also, uh, Caruso didn't play that last game either uh, True. when they played. True. Um, the first thing, Matt, is you stop the you stop the easy thing, is mm-hmm. the first thing, and the easy thing is going inside. Uh, that's why it's a high percentage shot. It's it's what it is. You stop them from trying to do that. Uh, the outside, the three pointers. If they're knocking them down, there's really nothing you can do about that, okay? If they're hitting threes, there's nothing you can do about it except for counter. You know what I mean? Counter with that on your end when you're, when you're on the offensive end of the floor. If they're hitting three, I'm not saying just let them shoot wide open shots. That's not what I'm saying. You yeah. know, of course, you get your hand up and you try to challenge it. But the focus for me should be trying to stop them inside because Mobley inside is a terror, okay? Jared Allen inside is a terror, okay? And, and Kevin Love can get inside and cause havoc as well. And Darius Garland gets into the paint that's what he does you know what I'm saying he can shoot as well for sure but he'll get in the paint and cause some havoc so I think doing that uh will will help go a long way uh as far as the Bulls trying to get this victory here because I would like to win this game because nobody wants to go on a five-game losing streak I still even though you know you're down and you don't have these players and I still feel like you know it's going to be a tough task I still go in there (laughs) one to win this because I still got DeMar DeRozan I still got Vooch I'm getting Caruso back we're watching the emergence of Io be great out here. Uh, Kobe White, you know, he can catch hot and do something nice for you, man. Malcolm Hill has actually been a real solid contributor for the Chicago Bulls, you man. Have I got an autographed Malcolm Hill photo. To yeah, give for real, man. That. Yeah. Listen, I got a Craig Hodges num- uh, jersey, number 14. I might put a Hill and Hodges on that joint right now. man. Pull the Cleveland Browns nice. fan thing,
0: just tape a new right. name. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Just over the Hodges, just right, <laughs> I- Hill across it or something, man. Man, dude, shout out Craig Kaji, he's one of my favorite bulls ever. Um, but yeah, man, it's, it's gonna be a tall task, Matt, uh, to stop them and go against them. But honestly, the bulls are good enough, like they've shown you they're good enough to stay in these games, uh, and stay and stay with these teams. Because remember, we've been dealing with this kind of adversity all season long as far mm-hmm. as guys not being there, and right. they've done well against these teams this the this is the the peaks and valley stage is what I call it right now you know what I'm saying the highs and lows we're definitely going through the lows this is how you go through in the season right now the fact they're still on top the fact they're still one of the best teams in the east and you know what they're missing bodes well but as far as for this game Matt that's you got to stop that inside first you got to stop the easy thing first
0: yeah uh something else that the Bulls did not do well against Cleveland the first time around and have not done well in this four game losing streak. uh, And also, you know, got them out on the wrong foot against the Grizzlies. Monday is protect the basketball, take care of the basketball, Mm. Uh, you know, eight, eight first quarter turnovers against Mm. the Grizzlies on Monday. Meanwhile, the Grizzlies couldn't hit water out of a boat. The Bulls had a prime opportunity to take control of that game in the first quarter because the Grizzlies were ice cold. But no, we're tied 20-20 after the first 12 minutes because the Bulls gave the ball away every other possession. They had 18 turnovers against the Cavs the last time these teams played. You got to limit the turnovers in addition to stepping up the defense. Now, you mentioned his name. I don't want to go too deeply into this, but lots of Bulls fans harping on Vooch recently, and it's not just about his lack of production and nights where he goes 2 of 13 from the field, but the way he's getting exposed defensively. Mm -hmm. I said this to you, I don't know, a week ago, two weeks ago, when the Bulls have been missing all of these key point-of-attack defenders that are out for various reasons, that that is the reason his defense looks all worse for the wear right now. Those players were brought in here because their point-of-attack defense helps Vooch be a more competent defender, helps mask some of the certain weaknesses of Vooch's game on the defensive end. Even getting Caruso back for limited minutes can help in that regard and look tall task like you said right out of the gate Darius Garland playing incredible basketball right now who is Billy going to put on him for the largest significant stretches of this game because again we could only be talking about 20 minutes of availability for Caruso not 30 maybe 15 who knows so when Caruso is not out there trying to cause havoc who does Billy put on Darius Garland and I think if I'm reading your mind right now, you're looking forward to, like, can we do we use the I.O.
1: guard, Garland? Because, man, I.O.'s defense recently has been
0: pretty nice.
1: I love when you're here, Matt. I love when you're here. <laughs> That's all I was thinking about. Why, this is the time to do it. You put him there. He's showing you that he can handle more responsibility. So what what a chance to throw him up in there against somebody. And the fact that he wants wants that. You heard him in the press conference say, I love when Billy Donovan tells me, yo, I need you to guard the team's best player. He said, that's what I love to hear. That means the coach depends on me. And I'm going to go out here and I'm going to do my best for him. Well, damn it. Guess what I'm going to need you to do this game? (laughs) I'm going to need you to go up out here against one of the best point guards in the league again after you went up against John Morant, who he didn't do a bad job against. He definitely got a steal off of him, too. He didn't do a terrible job against him. And he had a really solid game on top of all that. I need you to do the same thing as Darius Garland, man, because it's that time of year, Matt, where we're now going to be into the Eastern Conference and more into our division uh, kind of games. You know what I'm saying? Because we saw us go through our West Coast trip. We played a lot of those teams already. It's time to start getting into the Bucks. You know what I'm saying? And March comes, we'll be getting more Cavs games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we'll, we got more stuff to get into as far as our conference and our division is concerned. So it's gonna, it's gonna be knuckle up time, baby. It's right. coming up, man. I'm just glad we're good and we can be in this situation. <laughs> like for real, this is awesome, man. For real, the My
0: Bulls God. have, the Bulls have already gotten to beat up the Pistons thrice, three right. Ws already counted against the Pistons. Whereas this is game two against the Cavs, and Friday is game one against Giannis and the Bucks,
1: which will now be on ESPN.
0: Which will now be on ESPN. Let's hope the Bulls get rid of their primetime yips between now oh and then. Um, but speaking of the Bucks, they now 27 and 19, Cavs 27 and 18, Brooklyn 27 and 16, Miami with their win against Toronto on Monday 28 and 16, Bulls 27 and 15. So Bulls and Heat, as of Tuesday nights, uh, b- before Tuesday night's action. Virtual tie for first atop the east, but you got Miami with 28 wins and four teams with 27 wins. Good thing Ooh. the bull stacked some W's before. Yes. Uh, before, <laughs> I mean,
1: thank you. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah. Good, good idea getting some of those wins. Um, all right. Big Dave, uh, wanted to touch on one or two things from our inbox that I saw this morning that sure. I thought were interesting. Before we do that, though, tell the people about those delicious bill bars.
1: Oh, they're delicious and they're good for you. That's not real. It's not a thing. Yes, it is. It's called Built Bar. They have 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein. Compare that to a candy bar that's got like 240 calories, 30 grams of sugar, and dozens of net carbs. Which one you think is better? And also, it's covered in 100% chocolate. Real chocolate many flavors coconut almond peanut butter brownie raspberry cookies and cream salted caramel mint brownie and also that flavor of the month matt pet could you please tell them what it is sir
0: coconut brownie chunk baby
1: Mm, gonna slap yourself two times because you heard what it said baby slap yourself because it sounded good slap yourself again because now you can go get one at built.com locked 15 is the promo code you use and that will get you 15% off of your order built.com locked 15 is the promo code. Get yourself 15% off your order. Built bar. Zach Guilford still wants one. Hook him up.
0: All right. Uh, some stuff in our mailbox that I wanted to get to. Obviously everyone's attention is still focused on this February 10th trade deadline. That is yeah. inching closer and closer. Uh, so Eric from Richmond texted in uh, saying, hey guys, I think most of these trade ideas for all-star level players aren't realistic. We would end up then with all of our starters making around 20 million or more and Zach's payday is coming up. I think we can make some small moves like buyout market stuff, but that's it. We still need to keep some, uh, some of our picks so that we have mm-hmm. some good cheap rotational players who could develop. I think another thing we have to look forward to is that the Bulls will likely become a destination for vets who will take minimums to ring chase. I think we can land a player like Millsap this offseason. Mm. Uh, thanks for checking in, Eric. Big Dave, a lot of interesting points here from Eric, and I think that they are all valid. Um, yeah. When he talks about like these these all-star caliber players or or quasi-close-to-all-star caliber players that uh, some Bulls are focusing on right now, namely Miles Turner... Uh, you know uh, Jeremy Grant Harrison mm-hmm. Barnes that kind of stuff mm-hmm. Um, you and I have I think been of like mind recently which is that the asking price for those players and don't even get me started on Ben Simmons no <laughs> are not realistic for what the Bulls have right now and what the Bulls want to keep right now right interesting update on Miles Turner specifically because Bulls fans are clamoring for uh, you know, a defensive dominant big who can stretch the floor. And that is exactly mm-hmm. what Turner is. Mm-hmm. Foot injury. Pacers gave an update on Tuesday saying, uh, yeah, we'll reevaluate in about two weeks, which is mm-hmm. a week and change ahead of the deadline. But then Woj came out with a report that's saying they don't expect him to come back and play and be available to play until after the trade deadline. So that throws yeah. another very dicey layer of variable into teams throwing offers for Turner. And before right. we got that injury update on Turner, we got a report that the Pacers were looking for reportedly either two first round picks or a mm. first round pick and a young player with a high ceiling and high potential. Eh? No, <laughs> I I I'm with I'm with, you know, I'm with our our pal in in Richmond. Let me let me see what's on the buyout market.
1: Yeah. Hey, uh, Eric, I want to welcome you to the brain of uh, Matt and Big Dave, because uh, you've said everything that we have been saying, and <laughs> we've think, been thinking about this team as far as the trade is, is concerned. Um, these trade, I, I keep reading, and, and Bulls fans have a lot of them, and some of them are really, honestly, really good. <laughs> like, some of them, like, you guys should be GMs. Like, for real, what are you doing over here? You guys should be GMs, man. They're really good as far as how they can do the salary and uh, the players together and get something back for each team that's liable and logical. But the other ones is like, come on, dog. Like, this ain't, this ain't a video game. We can't do it like that. I think teams are definitely going to be more so looking to come here, especially those veterans, Matt. Again, we, I talk, well, we talked about this in the offseason, about how good the Bulls will look to teams now, especially if they start winning. And if DeMar DeRozan is out here choosing Chicago, then how far that's going to go in the league, because DeMar DeRozan is respected and revered and loved by a lot of these players in the league. So if he's telling them Chicago is the place to be, a lot of guys are going to be looking at that and seeing how the Bulls are playing and seeing how much fun the Bulls are having. And most importantly, see how they're winning. (laughs) That's also very, very important. So I think a lot of those veterans are looking at that like, you know what? Maybe I want, might want to make a run with these Bulls, you know, that they, they might have a nice path to do it. Kevin Durant's hurt. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like they, they might have a shot here. We don't know. Milwaukee. I mean, you know, anything can happen. You know what I mean? Anything right. can happen, guys. As we've seen with Kevin Durant, like I said, just going down. Anything can happen. We don't know. So the Bulls have been solid all year long. And I, just, I shouldn't even say solid more than solid. They've been really, really good all year. Long. Right. But you're right. Some of these trades just not going to work out money wise. It's just not, and some of these trades aren't going to work out talent wise. Because Patrick Williams is going nowhere. Patrick Williams is going nowhere, and we've heard reports saying Kobe—they have very, very fond of Kobe White, mm-hmm. saying they like Kobe White a lot. Now, again, I don't put too much stock in, in super reports unless it comes from Casey Johnson talking about this front office. But hearing hearing um that you're like, mm, I don't know, maybe. But Kobe White is a chip. You know what I mean? He's a piece, yeah. and he might be a Especially piece that they, the they want to he's hold been on
0: to. recently. I mean, Yeah, it
1: might, might be one they want to hold on to, Matt. We don't, we don't know. We don't know. But the bottom line is this. We know the buyouts are coming. You know those veterans are coming, Matt. And we know stuff is going to be available to the Bulls because you know exactly what they need. Size right. and some versatility. That's the focus right here. You can get that in a buyout. You right. can definitely get that available to you in a buyout, guys. You don't have to make a huge trade to do it. It'd be nice. It'd be splashy. It'd be cool but it's not a big thing you have to do to get what you need. You can definitely get that in the buyout.
0: The other thing that Eric brought up that I think maybe some Bulls fans aren't thinking about on the regular basis when they're playing with Trade Machine stuff and and thinking about, can we get this player? Can we get that player? Trade Machine will tell you if, in its simplistic terms, that trade will go through based on X and O's pieces going this way, X and O's pieces going that way, salary matchups, etc. It doesn't necessarily factor in the long-term ripple effects of said deal because guess what it's a robot it's not a human brain and a breathing thinking gm it's a robot (laughs) the stuff that eric brought up about the bulls current salary situation Mm -hmm. is important zach levine gonna get paid this summer and rightfully so rightfully so And shout-out to Zach Levine's uh, interview that he did last week with with our our pal Mark Shanowski and Stacey King on on their podcast. He said one of the biggest changes, hey, I feel like a recruiter now and not someone getting recruited. Big key. You know what that means? Zach, he's here. He's got winning talent around him. He's going to stay. But what that means is he's going to get paid. Gooch uh-huh. is a de-escalating contract, but it's still $20 million plus. Lonzo is flirting in that area just shy of $20 million. You got right. DeMar's big contract as well. Mm-hmm. Um, if you were to bring in a player like Jeremy Grant and the contract he's on, or Harrison Barnes and the contract he's on, the Bulls, as of right now, are a team that is operating above the cap, mm-hmm. but below the luxury tax line. Right and they're not below the luxury tax line by a lot. They are below the t- luxury tax line right now by a kind of comfortable margin, but not a mm-hmm. super comfortable margin. Mm-hmm. If they go out and make some big swing for the fences move on a play for a player on a huge contract and then you got Zachs coming up this summer, you automatically with that decision turn yourself into a team paying the luxury tax. Mm. I'm not saying I'm not in favor of that if it is geared towards the Bulls building a championship-worthy roster. My opinion don't matter there. You know whose opinion does matter there? It's a little guy called Grandpa Jerry. (laughs) Are the Bulls, and by the Bulls, I mean Jerry and his son Michael and that family willing to enter above that luxury tax threshold for a trade deadline move knowing that Zach Levine's contract is looking right at you this summer. And I can't confidently say that the answer to that question is yes.
1: Yeah, he can't confidently say because he's dealing with history. <laughs> and, I, and I hear that. But I'm going to go with the history of now, Matt. And what they've shown is they, they are all about opening up their checkbook. They have opened up the checkbook and let AK and Mark Evansley just go to town as far as building the team that they have because it ain't been cheap. As you as you so eloquently stated, it ain't been cheap to do this. And this is unlike the things that we've seen Jerry and uh, Michael do over the years. But that's why I have a little more faith in it now is because guess what? They're doing it like they're literally doing it <laughs> They're like, OK, now, I don't know if, you know, he's curled up in a ball crying, thinking about the money that he's paid. But is he I have no idea. But I know that he's done it and he's showing like, OK, I'm going to put some money in on this. I'm putting my money where my mouth is on this man i'm gonna let the bulls actually be better and they pay dividends this is a better basketball team and much more fun to talk about with you guys out there listening to us and watching this man it's been awesome to do but also matt i have to throw in they still have that mid-level exception here so right. you still about have five million dollars right you still got that shot at that buyout guy that you're looking at and that's another reason why uh our guy in Richmond brought that up Is because I'm sure he knows, you know, you've got that exception sitting right there, just waiting Mm -hmm. for you, waiting in the cooler, man, just ready to go whenever you want to pull that out. So it's just going to be so interesting the closer and closer we get to this trade deadline. And I know it's more magnified with the more losses the Bulls uh, compile in a row that they have been. That Bulls fans are like, we got to make a change now, make a change now, make a change now, make a change now. And I know it's getting like that. Kane obviously got it, man, and I'm probably they gonna do the right thing. And I don't hear nothing from the camp, which is my thing. I love the fact I hear nothing from them, man. But yeah. I know that they're working. I know they're working.
0: And if, you know that's the other interesting thing about buyout market candidates. Um, and it was why I was a little surprised when they that deadline came and went, where they ha- beca- where Matt Thomas's contract became fully guaranteed.
1: That was a surprise
0: because it's like, okay, well, if you're gonna operate in the buyout market, not necessarily just try and make a trade having that open roster spot ready and waiting for you it makes that easier yes. not to say that it's impossible cuz guess what the bulls could still just decide to waive matt thomas they have to pay him his now fully guaranteed salary but it's only like yeah. 1.2 million or 1.5 million or whatever so you know they're just they would just be eating that dead money to free up a roster space or maybe they're talking about making a trade where they trade away a player and don't take a player back and opening up a roster spot that way i you know whatever it is I thought it was interesting because I I've been thinking buyout market and just waving Matt Thomas, but simultaneously the bulls have needed Matt Thomas's body to be on the court every night because they're that shorthanded right now. So tricky true. situation that they've been in. Uh, thank you, Eric permission for, for checking in fun thoughts and great thoughts there. Uh, real quick. Yeah. I wanted to read this and then we'll get out of here. This comes sure. uh, from the the four Oh four. Who said, this is more like it. Bulls losing consecutive games by 40. Yeah, I'm comfortable here. Embarrassing back-to-back losses feels so nostalgic. Oh, the intimacy of unconditionally loving a team. But I'm still here and I always will be. Alarmed? A little, but I'm thinking I need some catharsis via a 2017 to 2020 angry Matt Matt Peck rant. Throw in some F-bombs, please. That would hit the spot. Thank you for checking in, 404. I had fun doing some of those angry rants from the days when the Bulls were terrible. Some of them were not fun. Some of them actually, like, I worried for my health. Um, (laughs) And you're not getting one right now. For a four-game losing streak when the Bulls are tied for the top seed in the East? No. No. I have no angry rants right now because I need to be in a healthier space while I can. And the Bulls Mm -hmm. are allowing me to be in a healthy mental and emotional state right now. I'm not going to put myself into an angry rant when I don't need to but I appreciate yeah. the love.
1: And and also there's logic with that. You know, Matt also sees the logic behind the reason of losing four games. So it's with that. So it's not like they're losing four games because they're starting players that shouldn't be on the floor and they're benching players that should be on the floor. That's right. what gets you angry and <laughs> has you pulling your hair out and Matt's blood level going to mercury. <laughs> that's 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 the difference right there, man. But no, logic has prevailed so far. And hopefully wins will follow behind that soon, man. Because you're right. I'm tired of losing. It, it, nobody sure, wants to be yeah. losing. But,
0: yeah, we, we know why it's happening. To some of the best teams in the league right now.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. While we are shorthanded and, granted, also have not been playing our best basketball. Correct.
1: Correct.
0: Why, why would anyone throw themselves into a tizzy for that reason? Four games? <laughs> Look, if this somehow turns into an eight-game losing streak, then, yeah, we can start to talk about being significantly concerned. Yeah. But, We just had a nine-game winning streak. Now we got to end this four-game winning streak. It's all good. No angry rants from this guy. Yet. Yet. (laughs) Thanks for checking in. We'll try and do some more mailbag towards the back end of the week. Uh, Don't forget, uh, and I will post this on Locked Out Bulls Twitter to send us your entries to win your chance to win that autographed Lonzo Ball 16 by 20 photograph. You can do it two ways. Send us a screenshot of you subscribing to our YouTube channel, Locked On Bulls. Or send us a screenshot of you leaving us a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. LockedOnBulls at gmail.com is where to send that stuff. And you can also always hit us up on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck at bowb B A W L Sports. On Bulls. Until next time, Bulls Nation, see you right, be good.